Hi guys, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. Uh, and first of all, I'd just like to say we hope you're all keeping safe and well at this uncertain time. Yeah, guys, um, obviously you said it is uh, unprecedented times that we're in, uh, but we hope you're keeping happy and healthy. Yes, and as we said in the last episode, we've had a bit of a change in our schedule and things aren't happening and being delayed until next year and blah 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 Things are going crazy at TMP headquarters. As, as usual, I can't go crazy ideas, but we'll get into that later or soon. But for now, we are doing our... What are we calling this thing, Jamie? Um, the Savager case study about Captain Marvel in particular. Um, we've kind of focused on why we think film companies are using the Savager to... This, yeah, this... Yeah, I really didn't think this through when I wrote this out a few weeks ago. <laughs> Are you using this soldier to sell tickets? Which they're not doing at the moment because we can't get in there, but you know that, yeah. that whole layer of yeah. trying to get us a, <laughs> to watch these films. films. Stream them. Yes, yeah. we'll go stream them. Yes. Stream them. Yes, yes. sorry. Yeah. Subscriptions. Yes, th- those <laughs> things. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, 100% we... thought through. Yeah, um, it definitely was. You can't tell. You can't tell it wasn't, can you? <laughs> Um, looking at like we usually whether it's like we did with uh, Christoph and the kind of uh, franchise fatigue, whether it's an entirely good thing or an entirely bad thing or a mixture of the two. Um, we'll be doing and, the same with this, yeah. Kind of and, good or bad, or both. And we're gonna be really quite obvious and things, and we're just gonna go. We love the Captain Marvel room, which is why we're doing an episode on it, and we just think it's. It fits the bill for what we want to do. Oh and yeah, we I can't mean, think of a better film to talk about. Yeah, I mean, with we 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 you know we know it's kind of I think you said before we started it's very much a marmite kind of film. We even yes, love it, but you don't. Yeah, you like partly due to what Brie Larson I think said in offhand comment and the internet went nuts and kind of I'm never watching that again or I don't like the film. Or, there's certain reasons why it really resonates with me and. I think Jamie to some degrees, yeah. probably not as much, but I think we've both got, we both saw this in the cinema together mm. and we, I think we both loved it. We both loved it from the moment we saw it. Oh yeah. We, we actually said we rewatched it. Um, I don't know how many times I've rewatched it since the first time we saw it in the cinema. I, I've lost track. Uh, let me think once, twice. I think I've seen it about four times now, I think. About four times. I think, yeah, I'm probably on four or five, yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. I saw it with, obviously, me and you saw it together, then I saw it with my dad, and then I think I just put it on randomly because I just wanted to rewatch it. And then I said, for this episode, we rewatched it literally just before we recorded this. Yeah, um, I watched it um, 24 hours ago, like yeah. this afternoon, but Jamie watched it. When yes. did you say, Jamie? Uh, yesterday evening. Yesterday evening, yeah. yeah. Similar, similar sort of time. Yeah. And we just enjoy it, and we understand if you don't, you know, if if you're not keen on the film, maybe this isn't an episode for you, but there'll be an episode that you can re-listen to, or we'll have an episode coming up soon that will be hopefully more to your liking. And Yeah, and, and the thing is, even though we'll, we'll, we'll be focusing mainly on Captain Marvel, we will be talking about some other stuff as well. It won't just be solely Captain Marvel. Um as well so you know we we you know there is the main focus but we we'll talk about other films as well won't we 
Yeah, Sorry. I think it, it just had to be pointed out. This is one of those episodes that we have. I did come up with at like twelve hours, so there may be a few holes in here occasionally where we haven't quite thought it through fully. I think it's safe to say. The thing is, though, we've wanted to do an episode about Captain Marvel. Well, it's based around Captain Marvel for a while now. I think we probably have mentioned it in a previous episode a while back. We've kind of gone. We definitely got to do an episode on this. And as you say, pretty good time to do it. Great idea too. Because I mean, we 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 we've both talked about it before, haven't we? So I kind of like the nostalgic kind of. Yeah, I think I've I've spoken a bit about why it does, but I want to talk about it a bit more fully. Everything's why it resonates with me so much because it it does kind of go into some of my blog posts a bit and the oh the awful year I had in well not awful it wasn't hundred percent awful but. Beginning half, would you say, Jamie? The beginning half of 2018, 2018 was yeah. god awful. Yeah, wasn't wasn't great for you. Um, I said that was a very mixed year. That really yeah. was a very mixed year. I mean, obviously, you know, for, for the events that happened, obviously one of them did affect me. But it was it was said it was as Simon said, literally a minute ago, it affected 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 you more than it did me. But. Um, yeah, so obviously, did you want to go into a bit more detail then, Si? Well, I did a bit of checking, and Captain Marvel was released on Friday, March 8th, 2019. So, yeah, and I think we saw that pretty soon afterwards. We, I think we saw it like a week later. Did you say 2019, or was it 2018 it was released? 19. It was 19. Oh, it was last year, really? Wow. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was earlier than that. Wow. No. No, because I always get confused between Captain Marvel and Infinity War, which we saw War Order. I think I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, because I think we, yeah, yeah, because I think we saw that Infinity War first, didn't we? We saw Infinity War just before I went to Australia. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got gotcha, you. So yeah. I always get confused, but they had the same sort of slot. Yeah. But I, for some reason, I've kind of paired them up as kind of that's associated with that thing. Again, that's another episode that I want to do eventually, kind of memory association and stuff like that, because that's wacky as hell, but, you know, interesting. But it's, yeah, that was a strange year, and I think, because I think what we're dancing around is the fact that was the year that uh, Phil left at the beginning of January, and then a few months later in March... Uh, the UK was hit by what was known as a beast from the east. My God, that thing was horrible. We really did yeah. not really enjoy that at all. Yeah. In the space of two days, and I know I've spoken about this before, and I had a really long and eventful year. In the space of two days, the first day, my mum broke her wrists, uh, slipping on ice trying to cross the road. And the day after, my grandma's house got flooded. So, and both of those took a year to kind of, well, Grandma's house is now fixed, fortunately, and you'd hope so after bloody two years of, (laughs) you have no idea what, and Jamie knows how much fun that was. Um, Oh, yeah. Mum's wrist is sore and stuff, but she's she's on the mend as much as she can. Um, So, after that year of, God knows what, I'd love to say year of hell, but it just falls into a Star Trek cliche galore, but... <laughs> About the same, Voyager. <laughs> um, so there was that, and I think it also resonated to me, because I have mentioned this before, um, and I did 
do a bit of checking with this because I have mentioned it before. I, I've, I've mentioned I had a concussion. I never quite mentioned when. And it, my God, this is going back a bit. But I wasn't myself for a number of years. And I've worked out that I had that in September of 2012, which is a long old while ago. And ever since that day, I've always been, I, I felt like I lost myself for a few years and didn't really find myself until like probably 2017, 2018, really. So for Captain Marvel to come through and to see a character kind of rediscovering herself was kind of nice and kind of, hmm, I resonate with this, I, I get this, I get where she's coming from. And I think that's, and then again, we're, we've both said from the word go, we are full fledged nineties kids, aren't we? We really are. Oh yeah. You're, I mean, you're eighty nine. I'm ninety. Yeah. So growing up, I said during that time, I said watching Captain Marvel, you hit with just, I said that bout of nostalgia of things like you know, um, just the kind of the music during that time. Yeah, I, I think the music they got those mu- that music perfectly. Yeah. I wouldn't change a single thing with the music like choices in that. Spot on, hundred percent. So is that all the clothes they wore, or as you say, like the, the... <laughs> I think the our favourite things in it is the technology. Yeah. I think my two favourite bits watching it back, I love uh, the loading of the CD sequence. Yep. That's because fun. that's just hilarious, and then it's the dial-up internet. Yeah. Which modern day kids just don't get. And you're just going, my God, that was a lot of fun, like, late 90s, you're trying to, <laughs> like, dial up, and you can't dial, like, you can't ring someone on the phone because someone's using it for the computer, stuff yeah. like that, just like, and, it, and that whole way through, it's not in your face. No, it's very, very, it's, it's very subtle, isn't it? And, and it's, it's used to... really, really well. Mm. It's not just kind of thrown in there for kind of, you know, for stupid reasons but it's it actually use it as a plot purpose yeah. yeah yeah or even even just the sequence where um uh god um uh, i'm trying to think what's called captain marvel or carol danvers or <laughs> or was it viz fears or however whichever, whichever name you want to call it her and them fury then going into said that secret base you have all like the, the the filing cabinets all that it's, it's said a very 90s isn't it and just... that gets me onto another thing. I love it because it also works into a f- past Marvel film, but future events in the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because do you know this, Jamie? Do you know what I'm going to say about that base? Uh, not my, not quite sure. I'm going to say no at this point because I don't want to say something that it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Is that I'm not going to fall in this trap, sir? I've yeah. been in t- too many of them in the past. I'm not yeah. falling for this again. That base is the base where the Tesseract is located at the beginning of the Avengers. Is it? It's the same base, yeah. Oh, no, no, I, I didn't actually know that. And so. I love the fact they have a prototype um, Quinjet. Mm. And, oh, that's the other thing that I think also we love to bits. It's also got Clark Gregg in it. Yep. And we are both huge Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans for the most part. Mm. And that stars um, Agent Coulson. Yeah. As the lead character. And it's just like, 
have him appear kind of as one of the key characters in this film, kind of. Mm. It's just cool. So it's just got everything going on with it. Yeah, and also, obviously, during that time, you think of the mid-90s, obviously, that was that was third-wave feminism, wasn't it? Um, and I know it's not, a, again, a huge thing in the film, but I think there were a couple of little subtle moments of referencing of, um, I think, between Carol and her, her friend, I forget her friend's name. Oh, Marina God. Rambo. Thank you, Simon. Uh, they talked about, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, you know, like going out there and proving themselves. Like, you know, I think, I think what was it one of them said? I think uh, women are not allowed out on the front line in, in, the, in the Air Force shit or something, it was. Um, combat flight. That's it. Like that. That's it. But, yeah, it's just all those little things that they, they, they just they chuck in there. Um, as if we grew up during that time. Um, and it just brings back so many memories. Um and I said they do it really well, but what what I love is I think what we're kind of both saying here is is they don't just chuck these in for references. They I said they, there is a plot purpose to it, um, and they've done a really good combination of the two. And as you said, they don't chuck it in your face too much. There's very subtle references. I mean, um, you know, the other thing as well is where um, when when Carol lands in um, the, the blockbuster videos. Um, and actually, are vaguely actually, and the bit where you know she thinks she sees something, she fires, she fires um, her fireball at is it fireball, whatever you want to call it, um, at that um, at that plaque at the window. That's actually um, yeah, it's, it's quick, but if cardboard cutout, cardboard cutout. Thank you, sorry. <laughs> the cardboard cutout in the window. Is actually they're advertising the film True Lies, which is a Arnold Schwarzenegger film, um, which is an action film, which was in the like, early to mid nineties. So again, just all these references, just. And she picks up a video of um, remember VHS guys. Oh yes, yep. um, I think that's the last remaining uh, blockbusters. I think it is. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, uh, she yeah. picks up a video of the right stuff. Yep, that's right. I yep. think you know because actually it's good that you've actually mentioned VHS because obviously I can't remember what episode it might have been when we did. Um, oh, oh God! Um, oh, my mind's gone blank. Give me some clues, and I might be able uh, to. The episode with we did with uh, um, was it Mark or Wayne and Jude? No, I think it might have been with Mark. Um, oh. Oh, the top of the episode where we did the room 101 that's it Star Trek room 101 and you mentioned about I think I can't remember I think it was about like the Forbidden Planet adverts where I was trying to flog VHS of um, Star Trek videos yeah uh, and you, those were the days yeah exactly and you talked about how nostalgic it was for you to buy to buy the episodes on VHS um, and that kind of thing so yeah it just again it just so you know, rewinding videos yeah, yeah. So things half our audience have no idea what we're talking about. The, <laughs> well, no, in relation to Captain Marvel, maybe not. But I think at least with buying Star Trek VHS, I think I think some of our audience will, will, will know. Yeah. Um. Um. But um. Yeah, it's just all that kind of stuff, and it's just and you know, as as kind of Simon said earlier on, it's kind of Captain Marvel came along at a time where you needed it, didn't you, Si, as you said? Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, even for me, even to an extent, not as much as Simon, but even for me, as you said, we feel even the podcast stuff and said Simon was going through that really rough time and I was very worried about him. Um, and, you know, even for me, you know, watch, you know, watching Captain Marvel, as you said, that whole element of kind of discovering, rediscovering or discovering who she is and kind of, you know, I think we've both... I think it's a more complicated film than some people give it credit for. Yeah, agreed. You know, because kind of loss of identity or kind of being unsure about who you are, you know... It's something we can all relate to, and you know, and me myself over the years, I think, I, I think me and you have both gone through a journey of kind of trying to better ourselves and trying to find out who find who we really are. And so, I think, you know, Captain Marvel really resonates for that reason as well, um, because you can relate so much to the main character, um, you know, and you know, some people find her a little bit dry and a little bit kind of robotic, but. As I've said to Jane on similar sort of things, it's I think there's more um, subtlety there than people. Again, some people give credit to. Yeah, she she is dry, but I think it's just a it's a very dry, uh, witty. It, it's just... my sense of humour that if yeah. you, you know if you meet me, that is pretty much my sense of humour. I just sit there giggled yeah. throughout the whole film and. Yeah, I'm the same. Don't get there, and I just, I just love it. Just kind of some of the things in it and it's you can't really talk about them but it's just the kind of you know like the you know oh well i didn't need that bit of information but i liked it anyhow just yeah. kind of yeah, that's the sort of stuff that i would do just kind of well thanks for that i didn't need that information <laughs> and... but you got it anyway but yeah as you say she's got a very dry very dry wit uh a dry sense of humor but it, it's subtle but it's there and it, like i said i I, I, I'm the same. I find it funny. I, I think it's funny. Um, so you know, as you say, some people like it. Some people don't. Some people will pick up on that subtlety. Some people won't. It's just, it all just depends on yourself, really, doesn't it? Yeah, like I, I love Captain Marvel, but I really don't get like Doctor Strange and um, and films. Yeah, and they're in the same sort of neck of the woods. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I watched Ant-Man. I haven't seen... The, was it Ant-Man versus Wasp or whatever it Ant-Man was? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, thank you. Um, I've seen the first one, Ant-Man. I thought I really liked it. I, I mean, I like Paul Rudd anyway. I think he's a great actor. Um, but then again, you know, a lot of people love Wonder Woman. But I I mean, I, I watched that because, I mean, you watched it first and I think you let me... I, yeah, well, there's a bit of a weird thing with that. I have seen it. I think the first time I watched it, I did fall asleep during the... Not of it. Yeah. But, so I have seen it since, but yeah, that just sort of shows you that it's a good film, but it hasn't quite got the same thing. And then, yeah. like, in, if you're talking about Captain Marvel, you're in the same realm as talking about Shazam, something I haven't seen, but I'm not that bothered. I have I have seen Shazam, and I just don't get it. I maybe maybe it's because it's more aimed at family. I don't know, but I just I watched it. It wasn't bad, but I just didn't get it. I, did. I think it's more down the joke, jovial route. Yeah, I mean... And I think that Captain Marvel has got the right mixture of everything. Like, there's a good bit of humour in there, but it's still the kind of... There's enough plot there to... Mm. Mystery and intrigue to kind of keep you hooked in there. And yeah, I mean... It doesn't and... go on too long, and 
there's enough going on the whole time that you I never lose like interest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, and I think even for, I mean, you know, because my my and my dad liked it. I mean, and 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 he's you know he's seen some of the Marvel stuff, but he didn't really know anything about like the, the crew or anything like that because he doesn't really watch. Alpha Agents of Shield. He, he started watching it, but he, he couldn't get into it. But so things like about the Kree and the Skulls, he never knew about the history of that. So for him, it was a it was a nice surprise. Like, oh, you think the Kree are the the good guys, and well, it turns out things are not as simple as you think. So, but yeah, as you say, everyone's different. You know, I said me and Sam, we we love Captain Marvel. I I think it's fantastic. I I enjoy it more each time I watch it. And actually, rewatched it again. Literally, just said just yesterday. I said little other things that I've noticed about it. That I didn't pick up on my first few uh, watch throughs. Um, so yeah, I think for us, it just it just has that nostalgic. That I think it's, I think a lot of it is to do with that nostalgic factor of the nineties. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Yeah, which so, is probably a bit why we're a bit biased to it. But yeah, and I think I think for us as well. I think. I think I, I think it's probably the other big risk would probably be, would you say character relatability? I, I can say that's why I resonate with it so yeah. much. Because say the fact that there was that period where I pretty much forgot who I was, mm. and it was about the about that time I think I then had rediscovered who I was. Because mm. I think in between twenty twelve and about twenty seventeen twenty eighteen, I didn't. I had to rediscover myself. I really had to kind of mm. find who I was again and try and re-establish who I was again. So to have her do similar thing mm. was just like, oh yes, I know that. I know what that feeling's like. It was like half forgotten memories are kind of like, how, you know, how would I approach this thing? Oh, I, I approach it this way. Whereas before, I probably wouldn't. And I think I have said before, I I think in that time I did use Jamie as a bit of a template. And if you meet us both, we're very different people in a way. And I think yeah. we have kind of, uh, what would you say, there's a certain thing that we've kind of, in the same, like, we understand each other now. Yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. it's very weird. Like No, no, but we're, we're different people, but... We we understand each other a lot better than we used to we we're more on the same wavelength these days and not and not I don't, I don't think it's just not just in terms of the podcast i think just generally overall we're more we understand each other a lot better than we used to um so to have that come along and kind of go kind of watch it with Jamie and go that's kind of what it was like i think it was a bit mm. of an insight into kind of the confusion of the years Prior, mm, and I think and kind you know, of this is what what it was like. Do you know what I mean, like, oh yeah, here's a, here's a fictional example of kind of the turmoil <laughs> that I've had in the last x number of years. You know, and so you know, so you know, if you're talking about um, nostalgia, not I mean, so we're not to talk about nostalgia in terms of the times we grew up in. So the references to certain things we used to use or see or whatever. It, it's also in terms of reminding us of ourselves and where we were and where we used to be and kind of where we are now. It's a journey. So, you know, you can look at, you can kind of look at the nostalgia of Captain Marvel or I said anything you watch that reminds you of whatever, 
you can look at it kind of in two ways, can't you, really? Yeah. So, um, and obviously, you know, what was it you said before we started? You mentioned about Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Yeah, probably a good time to start trying to talk about other ones, otherwise I'll just talk about Captain <laughs> Marvel the whole time, bore everyone to death. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, obviously with... Um, what's his name? I don't start a lot, but what's his actual name? Because uh, my mind's gone blank with that. Oh, God. Uh, I'll see if I can look it up. I'll look it up. Uh, with his backstory of kind of um, his mum and the cassette, so the 80s thing of having cassettes and mixtapes and that sort of thing and nostalgia with that and that uses an awful lot of music from the 80s and kind of having that as background music similar to what Captain Marvel does in its film because mm. I can remember that first scene where he's got he's got his cassette he just turns it on he starts walking through and just and again just as you say very very you know uh, right let's uh, Peter Quill, Peter Quill. It, Peter I've remembered Quill. it. I've remembered it. Yeah, there you go. Literally, just as I thought, I was about to say it a split second before. Well done. <laughs> and it's just so trying to brought it back to the question is kind of ah, uh, why do why do we think that film well film companies or directors use nostalgia to win their films? Um. Well, you know, I mean, if you look at it from a perspective of relatability, I think, you know, a lot of films, you know, if you can identify, if you can make audiences identify with, with that, and not necessarily the main character, or all the characters, it, you know, you, you're, you're, it means you, you become invested. You're, you're invested in that character and what you're happens. You're easier to win over. Yeah, Exactly. You're more invested. Like us too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, you're more invested in the characters in the films, um, and you know you, you you're gonna you're gonna watch it. You know, if you care about the characters, you're gonna watch it. So you know, I mean, you take any number of films, any number of films, any of us have seen. I mean, I like, say I know. Say for example, Titanic, for example, James Cameron's version. Well. If I didn't, if I didn't become invested in the characters of Jack and Rose, I probably wouldn't have watched the film, or at least not all of it. But because James Cameron, even with no, no offence to people who, who think otherwise, with a terrible script, um, Kate Winslet and you know um, DiCaprio still make their characters, you know, make you care about them. Um, so it's stuff like that that, and like I said, like Captain Marvel, really, you know, you. You, you invest in that character so I think I think that's kind of one of the reasons why they do um, to make you want to go and see these films um, and obviously well you know obviously it helps the film companies make money but I think it's important to kind of um, you know it's important to kind of as you say make people look inside themselves because um, obviously we know all this all this stuff like films it's all fictional but you can you can apply it to kind of real life stuff as I said we, I mean, look at Star Trek for example haven't you Si look at the principles we try to kind of take from that and you know try and follow the kind of um, oh god uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, what three M's the three M's yeah morals messages and meanings thank you Si 
uh, of that. So I think, you know, from that point of view of nostalgia, I think that's partly why they do, not just to, to rest, help make us invest in these characters, well, to make money, well, there's obviously obvious reasons, but I think it's kind of obviously, you know, to look inside ourselves and um, and make us rethink things, whether it's whether it's about ourselves or about the world around us. I think it's I think it's important to do that. Does that uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I mention yeah. something about Titanic that you may have not realised? Okay, so go on to break a bit of the fourth wall. We're recording this on the sixteenth of April. Now, oh yes, the... yes, of course, yeah. Do you want to say, Jeremy? Yes, of course. Um, it's uh, obviously April. Obviously, um, well, it's a hundred and oh god, it's eight. 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 Yeah, uh, anniversary of when the Titanic obviously um, uh, went down. Yes, because that was yesterday, fourteenth, fifteenth. I can't quite remember. Uh, yeah, uh, well, the, the ship hit the iceberg eleven forty, April fourteenth, nineteen twelve, and went down two twenty. I am April fifteenth. Yeah, I so. just thought it was fifteen that you're talking about it, and it's literally just passed. You, do you know? I don't know if I even consciously or unconsciously even realised it. I just it just came to my head. I don't even. I've forgotten this year, but it's just like, oh yeah, that was yeah, that was that's yeah. interesting. But there's a few things that sprang to mind as you were talking, Jamie. There's a few films where you just go, actually, there's like some we haven't seen, but they really use it. Um, so the new. Um, Ghostbusters film that's coming out that's going to heavily use nostalgia no doubt um, and then you've got other films that are set in the past where it's just like we're going to oh and oh, that's the other main one the Disney remakes there you go yep that was it Disney going yep. crazy with their real life remakes oh, of 90s classics yeah. and... Um, and actually I'm really glad you brought that up actually because you mentioned about these remakes it's just sparked in my head um <laughs> The, the TV series Cobra Kai, which is based off of uh, the Karate Kid films. That's another thing, nostalgia. 80s, so things like, um, I said, 80s music and some of the sets they used during the films and flashbacks they used to explain the plot. and Yeah, that kind of thing as well. That's heavily steeped in 80s nostalgia as well. It's, but I, well, the question is, which ones do it right and which ones don't get it right? I think Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. Yeah. It doesn't rely on it too heavily. So uh, now, when we say when we say about nostalgia, we talked about when it was kind of set or kind of the character relatability, that kind of thing, or both. In the way in which it's used in the story. Okay. Um. So yeah, Cowards of Galaxy. Yeah, I'd agree. Um. I know you've not seen it. Um. Uh. But I'd also say for me, Cobra Kai definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's more for me than you, so I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's my honest opinion on that film. I don't know. Have you, have you even seen the Karate Kid films? No. No, I don't think you have. I am on I am on a bit of a thing to try and watch films that I really should have watched when I was younger, so I might get on that. Hmm. should do. It's good. Um... So yeah, so obviously, obviously, well, well Captain Marvel is kind of a give us all. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. What, 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 what do uh, you... I would say that another one that really it doesn't kind of count, but it does count. Um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, like the remake Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, what? What the 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 recent one they did was it a few years ago? The women. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, despite, no. despite how bad the film was, in terms of the nostalgic element, yeah. Plenty of references. I'm not so certain, Jeremy. Well, we'll we differ on that, but 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 the nostalgic part of it, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but what was you going to say then? What? I wasn't. Okay. But you could say why you just why you oh oh in terms of why you don't think it's that bad a film is that what you meant? Huh? I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> well, I said about Ghostbusters. I said it's not a particularly great film, but then you said well, I'm not quite sure about that. Was that what um, you meant? Or the nostalgia element of it? I don't know. Okay, let's move on from. You've that confused one. me. So <laughs> I don't know. Happens <laughs> occasionally, right? Okay, right. We'll go around we'll, in circles. We'll move on from that one then. So we'll put that one aside. Um. <laughs> Okay, so we'll just say Ghostbusters, yes. Um, we'll just, yeah, we'll just... Showcase! <laughs> um, oh, God, I mean... Okay, well, so what 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 shows or... Well, not, not just necessarily films, but what shows or films do we think haven't done a particularly good job of it? Jamie, when you say something like that, you really have to think up... Examples that kind of yeah, I know. Well, I, I, think, going, I think so. I didn't have any ready, so I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, maybe on top of my head, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'd, I'd say probably Jurassic, well, the new Jurassic Park films or Jurassic World, at least the first one, because all it did was just make me miss the old one and just wanted to rewatch that. So maybe it kind of achieved something. I don't know. Are we having another? Um... Ghostbusters thing. I didn't think it was that bad. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. You, when when we watched Jurassic World, because obviously Phil really loved it. I didn't like it. You were you and you and your mum kind of in the middle. You could see why Phil liked, it, but you could see why I didn't. So you were kind of in you were kind of in the middle between the two, wasn't you? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, Jurassic World. Yes and no. I mean, if you think of it, did make me want to rewatch the old ones. Yes, but watching that film didn't really make me feel nostalgic because it just wasn't a great film. But hey, again, I know that's just that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people love Jurassic World, which is fair enough. Um, just trying to think of other examples where. Well, what should we talk about Disney remaking everything and everyone going why? Yeah, um, yeah, that's. That has been because I'm not sure. I, I haven't really seen that many of them. I've seen a few of them, but I haven't seen most of them. Yeah, and I, mean, I have little interest in watching them. Remakes are a big thing. At the, well, they've been a big thing really for the last couple of years. I mean, obviously they've remade The Lion King. They've remade Aladdin. Like the ones that I've seen, I have seen Beauty and the Beast, and I think Cinderella. Yeah, and what were your thoughts on them? I don't mind them, mm. but I don't have that connection to the original film so i'm not too bothered i think you know i mean one way you can look at this whole thing i mean if you turn the terms of nostalgia a lot of people say well you don't need to because it's just you know you're just you're copying and pasting something that's i think for people a lot of fond childhood memories but then you think of the new generation of um i think the thing is it's 
people of our age are taking their kids and they're sharing it exactly. with their kids and it's kind of here this is what we watched when i was younger but it was a little bit simpler and yeah it some ways goes back to kind of something we've never had an issue with but something that phil has had an issue with we can we can quite happily watch black and white films no issues yeah phil agreed. couldn't no and it's that whole thing that disney thinks that the kids won't want to watch the originals so they so they're updating live action ones yeah so they're updating because obviously you know the kids the kids have grown up in a time of obviously cgi but then again you think at the same time it's nice for it's nice that parents can take their kids to see some of their favorite childhood films that they're remaking but they could just show them the original so i get where people are coming from and you know things like they, they, they want to remake home alone um and um i said i i I haven't actually seen it yet, but they, Jumanji as well. They've remade that, um, which I'm. What was the first one? Yeah, it's yeah. Not bad. It's um, a little bit bland. I think it one... works concept-wise. It does yeah. work, but it's a little bit. Eh, but like one of the other adventure films. But one of I think well, someone I know did see it, and they said, as a, it's interesting, interesting kind of way of looking at it. as a jumanji film they hated it but as a standalone if you don't think it was jumanji just as a family action adventure film he actually didn't think it was too bad he actually didn't mind it so you know it's i said you know nostalgia wise in terms of said what all these remakes or revamps or what hollywood's doing i i don't know in some ways, I understand why they're doing it, but in other ways, I, I don't think they should be doing it, or at least at the volume that they're currently producing them. I think it comes back... I think, again, this probably goes back to uh, Franchise for Sequel, and I think it's yeah. lazy cinema. Yeah. But I think with what's going on at the moment, I think that may mean that um, Hollywood has to rethink everything and kind of go, actually... We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to try and entice people back with new things. I'm hoping. You know, I, I think maybe what I think maybe what part of I think maybe, I mean, it this, might hit the reset switch. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I, I've just had a thought. Maybe why one of the reasons why Hollywood have been doing this is maybe not just because of obviously, um, you know, for for new generation of kids, you know, they up with CGI, but maybe, maybe they're trying to. For for the because they're obviously they're aiming at a family, so maybe with the older generation, so the mums and dads, whoever, are going with their kids to see these remakes. Maybe they're you know they're kind of um, they're trying to kind of make them rethink and recapture that magic of the old films. I don't know. This is just speculation. But but then people will say, well, I'll just go and watch. I'll just go and watch the original one back in the day. So. Do you think we should talk about Star Trek? Because there is an awful lot we could talk about with Star Trek. What, well, in terms of nostalgia? Because we've got the uh, Kelvin Timeline films, and then we've also got um, Discovery. Yeah, we could do, yeah. We could talk about that. Because they both deal with old Star Trek and the new guys. Yeah, yeah. And the way that that has been very Marmite as well in its approach and its um, well, even audience thing and stuff. And... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, even if we could even heck, we could even talk kind of about Star Trek Picard because I know it's not next gen, but it is 
I don't know. I, I, for me, that I class that as a new trick. You class that as a new trick? It's so... Like, we had one nostalgia trip with Picard, season yeah. one, that I would hardly call Picard... Heavens, it's not even in an episodic format, which, again, has caused an awful lot of <laughs> yeah. hatred. If they were to do it in a next-gen format, it would be episodic and there wouldn't be an overarching story arc like there is with Discovery. Okay, so yeah. So well, in my mind, I, I wouldn't. But... Fair enough. Okay, so we'll, so Discovery and Kelvin Timeline, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, um, obviously, yeah. Because with the Kelvin Timeline films, they reinvented the, the wheel pretty yeah. much, didn't they? And all those references as well, particularly, well, in all of particularly the first one, as you say, Kirk sitting in the captain's chair for the first time and then being ordered out of it and all that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, you're hit with a wave of nostalgia there. I mean, particularly said for the for the old, you know, we'll say the old, but you know, for, well, what's the word? Trekkers? Trekkers, yeah, for Trekkers. Thank you, sir. I think. Um, yeah. Or, or, or I think I've always called them back under the old guard a bit. Okay, um... Choose your your poison. Trekkers, trekkers, we'll say trekkers. (laughs) Um, We'll stick with that. You know, so my dad, for example, said he he loved, well, he enjoyed all of them, particularly the first one, particularly the 09 Star Trek, uh, the Kelvin Timeline film. Because it said brought back a lot of memories of the original series. You know, so all those lovely moments and references that are in there. um, You know, so, you know, Star Trek is done it quite a bit as well Star Trek has done it a lot um, and obviously as you said to kind of reinvent the wheel so maybe another reason why some of these um, these film directors or, or uh, company film companies have done this is because you know it's it's not so much and this all goes back to one man Jamie J.J. Abrams. Yes. In terms of Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, well, it's it's reinventing the world because you know Star Star Trek had been at least at that time before '09 had been kind of a city gotten stale. It was out of the way. Yeah, it yeah. went out the window in '05. Exactly. So it was out out of the way for what four years. Yeah, yeah, four years. So doing something like that, reinventing the wheel, it 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 brings back those memories of of the way Trek used to be. But then, as you say, but then it's this is it, it's reinventing the wheel, so to speak. I mean, you know, and going back to basics, I mean, that's a, that's a thing that a lot of franchises done. Batman did it with Batman Begins, Christian Bale. Uh, great job they did with that. Um, Spider Man, they've done it well, they've done it a couple of times now. Um, I'm trying to think, there's another example, just, I was trying to think, that's just come to my mind, but it's kind of slipping now. Um, uh, there's numerous examples, anyway. Uh, of that kind of thing, um, but I think I think oh nine I think Kelvin Timeline films I think they did it quite well. Would you agree with that, Si? Um, yeah, it's I, I liked it. I have to say I think that's the film I saw three times. I think I saw them all yeah about three times. Mm. But yeah, I, that that blew me away when I saw it. Mm. You know, and um, and obviously Discovery. Oh, pardon me, Discovery as well. Obviously, um, so with things like, um, obviously, you know, well, Spock, obviously, Burden being, oh, pardon me, um, you know, adopted, um, oh, God, my mind is just terrible today. 
um, being related to Spock, to say related to Spock, otherwise I'm just going to muddle my words. And just, I said, well, there's loads of references in, 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 in Discover, isn't there? I mean, they reference some of the uh, past captains, I think it's in season one, so Archer and... I'm really in particular focusing on... Oh, what are you... For? Enterprise, Enterprise returning. Yeah. Uh, and the Talosians and Vena, all that sort of thing. So mainly, so mainly more season two then, isn't it, really? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so you've got stuff like that. Um, you know... But they did those well because I think they s- sounds bad, but they spent the time to work out how to approach it. Like the Enterprise, oh my god! Like, like you can't ha- can't help but fall in love with that ship. Oh yeah, they did an amazing. I mean, you know, I'm listening. new and old. Like, yeah, I love it, but you know, Rick. You know, I think Rick loves it as well, and he's. An old school fan, like yeah. I said Rick is, which is for us too. It's kind of in a way, it's kind of the benchmark for kind of that kind of stuff, isn't it? Like if if Rick likes it, you know, then you, it's gotta be good. It's a good sign, yeah. Yeah, it's a good sign. Um, so yeah, so obviously we think they've obviously. So we've kind of discussed why why um, whether it's Star Trek or. Well, even Star Wars, I mean, as you said, even Star Wars to an extent. I mean, obviously... Um, and with that, it's The Force Awakens, which is a rehash of A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, obviously the subsequent ones. I mean, I've, I've actually now finally watched um, Rise of Skywalker, and I actually did enjoy it. Because <laughs> I wasn't very keen on the last couple of Star Wars films. Well, I say couple, but... Um, Last Jedi, and I know it technically is not part of it, the trilogy, but Han Solo prequel as well. Um, but yeah, Skywalker, I did actually, did actually enjoy. Um, but yeah, even Star Wars, as you said. Um, so, you know, so obviously we've talked about why, um, why these film companies or directors heap nostalgia in these, put nostalgia in these films. Um, and you know we've talked about we've talked about obviously those that have done done it quite well even a bit about those that haven't done it so well so that so really is it a good or bad thing that they do this or is it a combination of the two uh, that's the curious thing isn't it mm. I'm just top of my head on the thing of no if you get lazy cinema from it when the whole world is asking for new modern ideas and not just here here's something you saw 20 years ago how about we show you again you're going why okay endless ideas and it's like yeah we'll go back to that world again Hmm. like come on Hollywood like like surely we've given you enough money like yeah I mean I, I, I mean, hopefully at home. I mean, I was, I, I mean, it, it's strange, but obviously, you know, I was, because some will know this. I, I, I might have shown you, I don't know if I've ever shown you those, or at least the first one or two. I can't, I can't remember, but the Lethal Weapon films, the action films of the 80s no, and 90s. No, I haven't no, ever shown haven't, you. No, you haven't. No, you've shown me Spider Man and Final Destination. That's it, okay. So, oh, Terminator, Terminator, Terminator. Let's do Terminator, there you go. 
Um, so, Lethal Weapon films, I mean, that's an example of, I said, I love those films. Me and my dad, my dad got me into them. I absolutely love those films. And I, I know you've never watched them, but when I mentioned about them doing a Lethal Weapon TV show, what was my reaction, Si? Didn't you love it, didn't you? Well, my first initial reaction was, oh my God, no. I was, I was, I was not happy at all. But, I mean, I haven't watched the whole show. I'm still watching it through. Kind of starts to go back to it. But, oh my God, loved it. Yeah, great. I mean, so maybe it's the format, I don't know. But they were very they were very respectful to the films. I mean, again, Cobra Kai, again, for me, is the same kind of thing. Um, but, so you're, for you, you're saying no then to that whole thing, yeah? And then, but there's the exception that beats the rule. But for the most part, if you end up with about a billion Disney things where it's like, yeah, oh, we're going to show this again, and you're going... No, like if we wanted it, we'd have bloody asked for it. Like, so no, and I think I said the same for franchise fatigue, where it's just like we kind of have to tell them no, stop, like slap wrists, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think me, I think I'm a bit of both. I think it, I think it depends on how you approach it so if you're going on the veins of what you were saying in terms of like the remakes the rehashes that kind of thing definitely no just i'm sorry but for the most part i said no um, i'm hoping all these people in hollywood that are locked in at home are actually coming up with bloody new ideas i've got enough time to think about them i was gonna say it would be nice um if you're <laughs> looking at it in terms of say a period you grew up in something like how the way Captain Marvel's kind of done it then yeah I, I think that's that's nice and obviously and I think obviously particularly with relating to characters as well if you I think that's I think that's a big plus in my mind so it depends on how they kind of go about it and where they're kind of coming from so I'd say probably yes and no uh, a bit of both for me personally but yeah in terms of the remakes, I'm definitely with you on that. That's just a no. As I said, there are a few exceptions, I mean, rule. Um, but for the most part, just, as you say, lazy cinema. Just, you know, kind of, it's kind of, it kind of has that kind of, um, that mindset of what we kind of say with some like Star Trek episodes, isn't it? Do you remember? Kind of, oh, you just got this script, you just rewrite a few words and there you go, you've got an episode. It's kind of that mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is just not impressive. It's not impressive. No, um, again, with the budgets you're talking about, it's just like, come on, guys. Like, really? Really? Yeah. Like, so, like, we just, we just on a quiet afternoon. We're just going to pretty much yeah. print uh, out this script and just kind of sell it to investors and go, there you go, there's a new film. And you're going, what? Yeah. Which I think that's why... Marvel Cinematic Universe works because they try new different things and sure yeah. it may not work in one film but they'll get you on another one Yeah, uh, exactly. so you don't have to watch well you do have to watch everything but you don't have to either well, if, you, well, if you look at like Captain America you know the very first one and that was set, set, set that was, the, was it in the 40s wasn't it yeah so you know um, so it's stuff like that but so I think in some cases it can work in some. So for me, it's kind of a, it's a bit of both. Um, it depends. It really does depend. Um, I think so. You know, but yeah. Just just 
don't tell them that you do like a bit of it because then they will use it against you, Jamie. What's that's that? Why, why I'm saying no nostalgia and stuff like that. Otherwise, they will use it against you. That's what well, Disney's done for the last. I'm I'm yeah, I'm saying a bit of both, but I'm saying in terms of in terms of remakes, no, no, that part of it just absolutely not, absolutely not. That's just I'm sorry, just just yeah, I, I, it's just. As you say, I mean, I mean, I don't know what else they're, they're thinking, but let's say, I don't know, one of the films I loved growing up was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, for example. I mean, I don't think there's ever been talk of a remake. God, but if they did, good God, oh, there'd be an uproar, I bet. Just certain films, you just, you just, you need, you just can't redo them. It's just, they're just too dear to people. So like I said, Home Alone's another example, at least the first one, anyway, the first couple. Just, no. Absolutely not. Just yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah. It's a bit like remake a Bond film. Oh wait, no, they did that. They did. They did an official Bond film. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never, never say never, never again. again. <laughs> and he's just going, why Sean Connery? Why Sean Connery? No, so like, what, was no. that early eighties, wasn't it? An unofficial remake. Yeah. Of oh, was that Thunderball? I was getting mixed up. I yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just going, why? And, what, why? Like, no. And and it, well, for me, that was just a big note because I I said Thunderball. I think older I think... Sean Connery, and he had a tash, I think, and he's just going two things that just no, like. Uh, I don't think it was it MGM. I don't think they even was it Brooklyn Productions. I don't it think was, they even. Uh, it was, I say it was unofficial. It really yeah, was I didn't even do that. One. Yeah, but I think because I think you I think you know, so Thunderball is one of my favourite Bond films, isn't it? I think you know that. Um, yeah, I always get distracted by that bloody for your eyes only, but you know that's another episode. That's I'm another thing altogether. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm a typewriter. Oh, you just never—you're never gonna get. I'll just um, no. <laughs> I don't know why I love that. I just do anyway. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Thunderball for me, it said very nostalgic. So them doing Never Say Never Again was just like, for Thunderball, it's just like, no, just no. Uh, anyway, yeah, but, um, so. It's a bit like, can you imagine? Like, if they, if they say, Pierce, do you want to do Die Another Day again? You know, the film that no one wants, but redo it again, you know, slightly older. With a tash, do you, do you want to do it? Sure, I'll do that for a paycheck. Again, it's about, um, you know, you talk about Han Solo. Bit like you know um, Harrison Ford going, you know what? You sure I'll come back for this for the pacelift? And he's like, after years of going, yes, kill me off. And you're going, All right then, what? How does that work? It's nice that he had a cameo in Skywalker though. That was nice. And a bit like, why the freak do they keep making Indiana Jones films? There's another one coming. Why? We don't want it. We don't want it. Like we didn't want the fourth one. Another one? Is it going to be Harrison Ford again? Well, or not. they made it with the last one, I think. So presumably, I think it's say Sandia Jones five. And you're going no, no, yeah. no fridges. Then again, I think that, I mean they've done that the same with they they did that with Terminator as well. They've they've effectively what James Cameron has done is after the first two, everything else afterwards. So Rise of the Machine, Salvation, Genesis, never technically happened. So basically, Terminator Dark Fate is basically Terminator 3 in his mind. But what he's effectively done uh, is just rewritten history. So basically, the whole thing with John Connor technically doesn't even matter. So, so, so you set us up in the first 
two films or the other, if you want to say the other three, even though they technically can, he's mine, and you're just going to throw it all away. Right then, okay. But yeah, th- th- I mean that's the thing. They they do they take franchises too far. They Terminator like, oh, another one. <laughs> In case anyone's wondering, no, I didn't think much of Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> I wasn't particularly fond of it, but hey. Um, but yeah, as you say, with, with the whole thing with remakes, we just we just didn't ask for them. But Hollywood are doing it anyway. Hey, there you go. Um, is there anything else you want to say? I think well, I think we've covered the topic pretty well, haven't we? I'd like to think so. Yeah? For something that I came up will <laughs> utilise about, what, three weeks ago. Yeah. So I think I think in terms of nostalgia, we're kind of saying it's kind of, it's character relatability, or just relatability generally, times we grew up in, and just, well, as you say, kind of remakes, I suppose. That's kind of the, the key points we've kind of pulled out from the whole nostalgic well, whole concepts of nostalgia. You're obviously saying overall, no, it's a bad thing. And I've said a bit of both, depending on how you look at it. Does that sum it up? I think so. Yep, cool. Well, um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yes, I think we've got tons of bottom of it. And at least we didn't mention Captain Marvel towards the end too much, which is always good. Yeah, yeah. But we do love it. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, we do recommend it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, something we haven't thought of because I need to speak to Jamie before we started. Are we gonna talk about what we did talk about before we recorded this episode? Are we gonna talk about that or no? Uh, or are we gonna leave that for another day? I don't mind, side. Well, I mean, we've talked about we've mentioned it beforehand, so we might as well just talk about it now, really, if you want. So I don't. We don't have to go into some massive detail, but we can mention it. Yeah. What? Because I mentioned it offhand. Comment what? last show yeah I think so yeah we might as well might as well talk about it now we kind of it kind of brought up we might as well just talk about it anyway so okay so if you recall in my last in last last show I don't know I said my my show my show so what am I saying I guess then <laughs> right okay um in the last show <laughs> I was saying that there's a chance that we might be doing more shows well I, I well didn't. I was quite looking forward to this show. I think chatting with Jamie, and before we got sus on this show, I sorted out a plan of attack with Jamie, and it looks like we're going to do it. Yep. So we're going to be doing obviously more episodes in the next. Well, up, pretty much up until I said up until the hiatus. Um, we're going to well, be yes. Yeah, so we're doing four episodes in May, four episodes in June. An extra one in July, yeah. and in well, we're going to forgo our haters this year and get another couple out in August as well. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, obviously, with everything that's been going on, we've kind of we've had a nice little break anyway. And, and obviously, I don't I don't know if you want to go into detail about what some of these ideas are, Sai, but um, at least with a couple of episodes that extra episodes we're doing. They're kind of, uh, we've, I think a couple of them are pre-recorded, aren't they? Backups. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so we're kind of getting a bit of a break in between those times anyway, really. So, But um, you should expect another seven episodes on top of what you'd usually get in yeah. this time. 
Yeah. Obviously, we came to this conclusion at the end of April, so we haven't been able to add it anymore to this month's. But we're going to be busy for the next few months trying to keep you all distracted from everything that's going on at the moment. Yeah. Because it's not like any of us have got any extra time to do anything. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Um. So yeah. So obviously that is the plan going forward. I mean, obviously, if anything does change, I don't think it will. But if anything does change, then obviously we'll let you know. But that is the plan going forward, isn't it? Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so because obviously Simon literally told me literally before we started recording, and he was, he was it's like you very much thought I was going to say no, not going to do this, don't want to do this, or but you were very surprised. It's like yeah, sounds good to me. There's lots we need to sort with it in terms of logistics of it, but yeah. I'm sure we'll pin that out in the next few weeks and yeah. stuff um, like that. But we've got a bit of time to work that out. We've rough, I think. I've pretty much come up with ideas. Yeah. It's well, pretty much safe to say. But... Well, the thing is, obviously, for me, it's kind of obviously I've still got my but because I've still got my schedule to work out. I initially had I've got my half of the year still to sort out, and obviously I've got absent friends to do. But the thing about it is, is my schedule is pretty much there now. Um, in terms of absent friends, well, I've kind of already got a couple of names down already. Um, so the work's kind of it's getting there already. So, I, so if I wasn't at this point, I might have said to I might have said to you, so I might have said to Simon, not quite sure, or I might have said, well, maybe let's compromise. But as I'm kind of feel like I'm quite far ahead and pretty much there with other stuff anyway, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, really, I don't know why I needed to mention that, or I think I need to, but hey, it's out there now. Um, but yeah, so. We're full steam ahead, guys, so expect a lot more content from us, we said, in the next few months, we said. Uh, not just us Weekly. two, obviously. Huh? Weekly. Weekly, yes. And obviously, won't just be us two all the time. We'll be, well, they'll be, we'll be getting, obviously, people on and stuff, hopefully. So, that's we it. have some, yeah, there's a yeah. few. A few uh, that are already um, planned. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, when it comes to my half, I probably won't be chucking anything extra in this year. But uh, next year, I may do. I may do next year. I, I'm on a, I want to try and be a bit more ambitious next year. Um, obviously, with my half, obviously, there's a few. I think I said this before. There's still a few episodes. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen due to everything that's going on. It may happen. It may not happen. But obviously, um, if there's anything that does change, obviously, we'll let you guys know anyway. Um was it, did you want to go into a bit more detail about some of the ideas, Si, or, or are you happy just leaving it there for now with that? Mm, nah, I'm going to keep hush-hush at the hush, moment. Hush-hush, right, yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we've got, I said, ideas in the works. Well, I said, we've got, I said, <laughs> I said, on this. So, Simon's got ideas in the works um, at the moment. And he said, yeah, lots to look forward to, guys. Um so, um, <laughs> but, you know, I think it's safe to say we are a little bit down, uh, um, daunted by the prospect of it all. But as I said to Jamie beforehand, we've I... been at this six years that I'm pretty certain we can do this. Yeah, and pull I'm, this off. I'm okay about it. Like I said, I mean, I mean, the thing is, we, we, I said without saying, without saying, as you say, what, uh, 
what these episodes are. I said, we've got a couple of backups we're going to use. I said, one backup, one pre-record we're going to use. A couple of the other ideas are kind of, there's not much research needed. It's kind of hypothetical and on the fly. So, yeah, we're still going to be, busy. still going to be busy preparing stuff, but it's not as, it's, it's not as, um, I was trying to think of the right word. Labor intensive, I think. Yeah, thank you, Sai. That's a good word. Yeah, as 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 it initially seems, was how many more we're doing. But that, that's why we're doing an extra one instead of an extra two in July because we still have this huge undertaking of the season review because that yeah. will, will as it usually will take forever to prep for. That will take yeah. again, as we usually say, it will take a good month yeah. of prep to watch that and get that ready. I, I've already said to Jamie, I've already kind of gloated a bit and kind of gone, I've got part of mine already. And Jamie's kind of going, good on you, Si. Well done. I wish I could say the same, but fine. Well, we, we organise things differently with the season review, so that's just how it is. But yeah, My but usual I... bit of trivia that I always shove in there, so yeah, I've but... got that pinned down. But yes, it's, but... I'm looking forward to it. There's an awful lot of interesting stuff in there. Lots of A lot of ideas that we haven't done in years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I said if I wasn't as far ahead with the schedule as I as I am, I probably would be like, oh god no, but you know. So, I'm relatively happy. So it's like I'm relative. I'm, I'm I said it's finally said, and if anything changes, said we you know, we'll adapt accordingly, won't we? So it's fine, you know. So full steam ahead, I say. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. So. I think one episode in particular again, considering our history with the damn episode, and my lack of success rate with the damn thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be Which honest, no doubt will continue. Are we thinking about the same thing now? Memory Alpha, Jeremy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I was thinking of something else, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, you kind of let that out of the bag with one of the episodes, but never mind, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you weren't going to get what I was on about. Well, I was, I was thinking of, I was thinking of something else, but I won't say that because that will spoil another episode. Um, spoil another episode idea we've got coming up. But yeah, um, so, <laughs> so yeah, lots to, lots to look forward to, guys. Um, coming up, I said you expect us to send more content, so we'll be releasing. Well, it's pretty much one every week for the next couple of months, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know whether there's a chance we might release more in future years. I don't know, but this is what we're gonna do whilst this crisis is happening. Yeah. I think it's the least we can try and do to keep you preoccupied. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think. we don't know how much longer the lockdown will be. It could be. It could go next month it could be extra. i don't know how long but even if it does things are not going to return to normal straight away it's going to be a process so it, it said yeah anyway but um but whilst whilst this is all happening said you know and it, it, keeps, it keeps us occupied as well we want to produce more stuff for you guys not just to keep you i said not just to keep so was it you said so keep distracted whatever it yeah, is yeah yeah distracted but it's also fun for us as well um, and you just said, you know, we've got a good mixture of stuff. And I said, I've loved doing this episode today because, you know, 
I'm looking forward to all these other episodes, all these other Star Trek episodes. But it, it's nice doing an episode now and again that doesn't focus so much on Star Trek. That is something a bit different. Yeah, that, that's the other odd thing. Like, usually we have a kind of real science episode, but again, that's gone out the window this year because it wouldn't, because it, we'd have to meet in person. Yeah. So, you know, it's that's one of the downsides. So that would have been the one after this one. Oh, would it would, would have been your mum's one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Artificial intelligence, which is again an episode I'm really looking forward to. I mean, that's a, I mean, you know, for me, that that kind of stuff is fascinating. AI and that kind of thing, just yeah. But that will be as everyone's doing at the moment. That will be for Spoons of Seal this time next year. So yeah. that's kind of part of the headache gone, but created another and I had to rethink on my feet as I said I think last week but um you know I'm I'm pleased I think I think we've done all right it is very weird kind of it's a very unusual time as we said at the beginning last week it's a very unusual time for us because we haven't done this many Skype recordings in a row no we really haven't we haven't done it's like we haven't seen each other since. Tell me, I've got this right, Jeremy. The fourteenth of March. Yeah, fourteenth of March. That's right. Yeah. Because you keep correcting me, I keep saying the wrong date, and it's like, oh, so it's fourteenth. Fourteenth. So it's very strange for us, like it is for you, all of you. And doing this recording over Skype is wonderful that we've got the technology to do it. But it doesn't it's be not quite the same. Yeah. It really isn't the same, uh, and I really miss. I, as I, the episode that was in the slot, my god, I was so prepped for it. I love that episode. I can't wait to do it, and it's such a shame that I can't. I mean, I oh, think just... I, I think it's safe to say. I think you know, once this lockdown ends or it's ceased or it's eased a bit, and we can, if we can, go outside and look more, you know, not just obviously for the the reasons that we've been given, but. I think a lot of people think the first we can do is be seeing their friends and family. I know I certainly will be. <laughs> that's the first thing I'm going to do. So, um, but that's a small way we want to try and help with everything that's going on and try yeah. and be and it, there as a bit more entertainment that you can go on rather than going, oh, God, I've got to wait another week for them to go and do something. Yeah, like, and, it, and, it, keep, and it, it's, it helps us as well. It helps you guys and it helps us as well. And it means yeah, we can it get... just means that we can talk... More regularly, we we yeah. do we are doing it more often now because that's we really struggled what, a month ago, three yeah. weeks ago. We really struggled. We were not handling it easy, but as we've been talking more, it's really eased it. It's an awful lot better. Oh, so us yeah. doing the recordings will also help with that, um, and makes it easier for us to kind of chat more frequently. I think doing it this time means that. There's a likelihood that we probably won't do as many... Because um, you know what I was saying like last week about those kind of impromptu Skype recordings are kind of... I don't think they're likely to happen now from what we've spoke about today. Mm. But, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. There's, again, it is like really raiding the bottom of the kind of podcast history and kind of shaking around a bit and going, yeah, we'll, we'll revisit that for some reason, just for... <laughs> Well, just be thankful I never mentioned. Let's do something on special features. 
because that's scraping the bottom of the barrel. That is. <laughs> but this, yeah. yeah, some uh, ones we've, well, Jamie's spoken about before to me, and I've kind of gone, no, 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 not not quite yet. Mm. And I think, would you say now you kind of realise why? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of everything. I think that's uh, anything else you wanted to say. Anything else you wanted to? Yeah, I, well, yeah. From that, we will be coming back. Uh, I think that will be the sixth of May. Yeah, our first episode will be back, should be the sixth of May. Yeah. Um. Rather than the twelfth of May. Yeah. But we will have. I think they will be the same episodes. They'll be recorded similarish times, but. That'll be fun. We don't know yep. what's going to happen in it. We've got broad ideas. Me, Pictionary, stuff like that. Silly <laughs> yeah, things yeah. that I can't... It's going to be interesting and I don't know. I know that the second one's going to be absolutely wild because with those people, it always is. And <laughs> <laughs> it always yeah. is. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun and it should make you laugh. It's probably going to make us laugh and go... How did I end up here, like <laughs> in this conversation? So yeah, obviously next. So next month, guys, obviously expect as you said four episodes instead of our usual two. Yes, um, and Jamie, on that we still need to work on one because it's oh, <laughs> been yeah. on the board for forever. Yeah, yeah there's one. There's one. Anything with it at all? Yeah, I think maybe next week. Maybe we'll we'll we talk next. We'll talk next week or something, and we'll 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 figure that out. All right. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, yeah. I think we've covered everything we wanted to. Yes, more than I think Jamie knew of, but yes. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we hope <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, yeah, and I say, stay safe. Yeah, um, stay healthy. Look after everyone and just uh, yeah, and keep cheerful and keep listening. Just... Yeah, and we'll be back. I said next month with four episodes instead of two. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah, I don't think we'd ever expect we'd say that, Jeremy, but no. yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, so we'll see you then and stay yeah. safe. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.